Serving the internet. Clear Channel dumps out of home markets. When is it time to rebrand? If you love ketchup, catch up on this story. And a big guest joins me Friday. I'll tell you who. It's Wednesday, May 31st, 2023. Let's nerd out. The Ad Nerds Podcast delivers ad industry news weekdays. We are the go-to source for people who spend money on advertising, covering big brands, small businesses, and the latest marketing trends. It's me, Spanky Moskowitz, the show's host and a nearly 40-year vet of the ad industry. I've made ads for Budweiser, M&M's, Frito-Lay, the NFL, and NBA. I've created over 100,000 ads, generating hundreds of billions in client revenue. If you're in or interested in the world of advertising and want to stay up to date with the latest news, the Ad Nerds Podcast is the perfect place to start. Ad Nerds Podcast. In the outdoor advertising world, uh, J.C. Ducasse just pulled off what I call a power move. They're now wearing the crown as the largest global out-of-home operator after agreeing to purchase Clear Channel's operations in both Spain and Italy. Now, you have to understand, this comes at a time when U.S.-based Clear Channel is tidying up its assets and they're offloading their out-of-home operations. It's not stopping here either. Uh, keep your eyes peeled for potential bidders lining up for Clear Channel's huge U.K. business. And that, I guarantee you, is going to happen next. So what's the price tag on these newly acquired operations? J.C. Ducasse snagged both businesses at what you would call a steal. They shelled out 75 million euros for the entire out-of-home. Like, that, like, that's cheap. Anyway, CEO Charles, uh, Jean-Charles Ducasse proudly announced that these separate acquisitions are a calculated step in their strategy for selective growth. Now, regulatory approval is still pending in Spain, but this move is set to stretch J.D. Ducasse influence even further across their established regions. Um, and it's really building a lot of momentum and development for them. J.C. himself, he expressed pleasure in continuing their longstanding alliance with the uh, Duchesne Duvere family and a partnership formed over two decades ago. With the acquisition of Clear Channel Italy, Ducasse is poised to boost IGP Ducasse in a supercharged, very aggressive outdoor market. As for the game plan moving forward, both Ducasse and Clear Channel squads are going to put their heads together and combine their expertise to meet or exceed the expectations of their advertisers, cities, citizens. It's all about crafting, you know, service-driven, sustainable media more than ever for them. Which may have you wondering when you should potentially buy out of home or outdoor media. There are a few times, and I'm going to list kind of like six things that you want to be thinking about or prepared for. When you want to reach a broad audience, out of home, billboards, buses, car toppers, excellent for reaching broad audiences, diverse audiences, if your target demographic is broad or if you want to build brand awareness on a large scale, then out of home is a great choice. Also, if you are running digital campaigns, out of home is a great complement to those. They can work synergistically with digital advertising. And, you know, you got to think about this. An eye-catching billboard will actually drive people to search for your business online. 
a memorable bus stop ad can make your online business more recognizable. Number three, high traffic areas. If your business is in a location where there's a lot of pedestrian traffic or vehicle traffic, out-of-home advertising could be hugely beneficial to you. Banners, uh, billboards, transit ads, uh, street furniture ads, they reach a huge number of people that are on their daily commutes. So don't discount them. Fourth, if you have a local business, out-of-home could be great for that. Especially, you know, so local businesses can really benefit from this. If you strategically place your advertisements in areas where your target consumers live, work, visit regularly, this really helps increase your brand recognition, but it also drives foot traffic to your business. Uh, five, when you have a clear, simple message, one of the advantages of out-of-home advertising is that it allows for concise, creative messaging. If your brand message or campaign idea can be effectively communicated in a brief visual format, out-of-home advertising is great for that. Just, just look at what I've done. Just, there's some new stuff that are on the AdZombies website, like the Uni ad, the, the ad for Chevy. Take a look at the outdoor creative that we're doing right now. Like that is clean, captivating stuff. Okay, finally, six, events and sales. Out-of-home advertising is an incredible option for promoting time-limited events, sales, because you can buy brief periods of time blocks for those events. And it's because outdoor media has a high frequency, meaning a lot of eyeballs are going to see it as people go through their day. And so you're going to reach people a lot. You're going to reach them multiple times, and it just builds that message. Remember, just like any form of advertising, the effectiveness of out of home is really driven by a few factors. Your location, right? Location of the ads is critical. You put it in a low volume area, the ads aren't going to do much. Uh, the business or industry you're in, but most critically, the quality of your ad design. And by the way, my team and I can help you with that last one. Just thought I'd mention that. Podcast. Rebranding isn't a decision to be taken lightly. And Dannon is shaking things up in the yogurt aisle. They're pushing the boundaries with their light and fit yogurt. The rebranding strategy is all about transforming a product, creating a vibrant new image, and they're pulling out all the stops to make it happen. So first, Dannon is redefining its image as a hip, cool brand. Well, what do you think about their offer? I think... You can never have too many zeros. They are swapping out their old packaging for a fresher, more dynamic look that really grabs the attention off the supermarket shelf. But it, the facelift itself isn't just cosmetic, it's symbolic. It represents their new direction, a commitment to quality, flavor, nutritional benefits, uh, Serby Martin, the VP at Dan One, says that it's their way of saying, quote, hey, we're not just a snack. We're your fitness partner, end quote. And what's a rebrand without some strategic planning, right? Martin and her team are ready to, ready to go beyond just selling yogurt. They're looking to make a real connection with consumers by listening to them, understanding what they want, 
and then delivering a product that ticks all the boxes because that's ultimately what you need to do. So, so why might you in your business consider a rebrand? Okay. A business could consider rebranding when they're on the verge of a big change or growth. It's about evolution. It's about shifting gears to better align with their vision or marketplace realities, right? Things shift in businesses all the time. One of the driving factors behind rebranding could be the business's desire to reposition itself in the market, um, often better reflect current values, goals, or, or new offerings. It's an opportunity to tell a story, to connect with an audience on a deeper level and influence action, right? Um, certain events can also trigger the need for a rebrand. M&A, mergers and acquisitions are a perfect example when two companies come together and they bring their own unique brand identities. And later in the show, I'm going to talk about two advertising brands that just came together in this exact fashion. The challenge is you've got to create a new unified brand identity that really incorporates the values and the strengths of both entities. It's about finding that sweet spot that resonates with both existing customers and potential customers. So why is Dan and rebranding? Well, it's more than just a new look. They're looking to redefine their image because they don't only want to sell yogurt, but they want to create a connection with their consumers and position themselves as a partner in fitness. So it's a strategic move and it's aimed at driving growth and standing out in a very, very crowded marketplace. Coming up Friday, I have a special guest joining me on the Ad Nerds podcast. My friend, Gary V, will tell you the three things every small business owner needs to be doing right now. You don't want to miss it. It's Gary Vaynerchuk, and he goes deep on this Friday on the Ad Nerds podcast. The most nerdy. It's time for an Ad Nerds podcast. Are you great at running your business? Well, how about marketing it? If you're like most small business owners, you're great at the one thing your business does, eh, but not so great at marketing it. That's where Ad Zombies comes in. We help your business sell more. If you need attention-grabbing, mind-blowing, ridiculously creative advertising for your business, and you do, Ad Zombies is your creative business partner. Ad Zombies writes ads, emails, web copies, sales pages, jingles, TV, outdoor. Our advertising makes your business pop. Go to adzombies.com today. Ad Zombies, ridiculously creative advertising. For the first time in its 150-year history, Heinz is rolling out a global ad campaign. It's, it's an unusual but a, a little intriguing of an approach. They decided to fish for unique fan stories on social media platforms like Reddit, uh, TikTok, and Instagram. And what they discovered was a wealth of loyal customers whose devotion to Heinz goes far beyond the average fondness for a food brand. Working in collaboration with agency Wyden Kennedy, New York, Heinz is launching their campaign, It Has to Be Heinz, tomorrow, June 1st. The campaign centerpiece is a minute-long spot featuring a montage of true-life tales featuring people's quirky expressions of their love for Heinz. From individuals flaunting Heinz-themed tattoos uh, to foodies sneaking and smuggling in packs of ketchup into high-end steakhouses, the stories reflect an unusual level of passion for the brand. 
But this is more than just a single ad. Heinz went all in on this. The campaign is also going to feature a series of vignette-style spots fleshing out some of the moments from the main film. These are going to be broadcast, by the way, in the U.S., Canada, U.K., Germany, and plans to roll out more markets over the next six months. The purpose of this huge media investment, as Kraft Heinz uh, Chief Growth Officer Diane Frost puts it, is to serve as their, quote, love song back, end quote, to their devoted fans. And they're giving them the stage, setting the spotlight on their amusing, charming, and irrational love for Heinz. By the way, as a brand loyalist, I really have to thank my Canadian friends for introducing me to mac and cheese with Heinz ketchup. Now, I know you probably just threw up in your mouth a little bit, but my family gets grossed out by it. But it's amazing. And by the way, this is a great way to get your customers to do advertising for you. Celebrate their love of your brand, not your love of your brand. I mentioned M&A a couple of stories ago, and here we are talking about it. In a seismic shift for the advertising industries, two powerhouse agencies are coming together. DDB New York, an iconic name in the field, is merging with Adam and Eve NYC, forging a fresh creative force to be reckoned with under the moniker, moniker Adam and Eve DDB. Well, that's an original name. You'd, you'd think a creative firm could, like, come up. Yeah. Oh, well. Okay, the move isn't just about a name change. It's about charting a new course in an industry that thrives on innovation and adaptability. The merge comes amid a period of significant leadership change and signifies a strategic redirection for both agencies. But it's not just their team structures that are getting a facelift. In addition to the merger, the newly formed agency is going to be relocating its offices to a fresh new space in Manhattan's West Village. As Adam and Eve DDB sets up shop in its new home, we can expect to see a ripple effect across the ad world. After all, when two titans come together, the landscape shifts. So the question that remains is, what kind of innovative work will this new hybrid agency create and how will it shape the future of advertising? Only time will tell. Coming up, Gary V joins me on the Ad Nerds podcast Friday. I asked him, what he would do if he was starting over with nothing. And his answer drops a ton of value for you. Again, it's Var Gary Vaynerchuk and me, Friday on the Ad Nerds Podcast. The most nerdy, it's time for an Ad, Ad Nerds Podcast. I have been in the ad game for almost 40 years, but I'm a small business owner just like you. Getting great creative at an affordable price was a challenge was a challenge. That's right. It's time to tap into the brain power of ad zombies. We're your creative business partner, crafting attention-grabbing, mind-blowing, ridiculously creative advertising campaigns, outdoor, video, and jingles. Ad agencies around the world use us, and you can too. So if you're ready for advertising that truly makes an impact, go to adzombies.com today. Ad zombies. <clears throat> I'm getting choked up. Ridiculously creative advertising. I am getting choked up. In the aftermath of a boycott sparked uh, by an April 1st Instagram post, Bud Light is taking decisive action and a decisive stand. The beer giant 
has just donated $200,000 to the LGBTQ Chamber of Commerce in what can be seen as an empathetic statement of support for the community. The backlash began following a post from transgender influencer Dylan Mulvaney, leading to a conservative-led boycott against the brand. Yet, Bud Light has demonstrated that it remains undeterred, and this really is a testament to that resilience. In donating to the LGBTQ Chamber of Commerce, Bud Light is not just responding to the boycott, but they're actively investing in the LGBTQ community. The financial support will provide a boost to the LGBTQ businesses and entrepreneurs underlying Bud Light's commitment to diversity and inclusion. Now, amid the controversy, the company is stepping up and using its resources to affect tangible change in society. So what's evident here is a shift in how brands navigate social issues. See, it's no longer content with just offering statements. Uh, Companies like Bud Light are showing that they're willing to put their money where their mouth is. It's, It's really the kind of active involvement that signals a profound change in the corporate world's approach to social activism. And it's one that goes beyond symbolic gestures and strives for real impactful action. Finally, ending the show, I will be off tomorrow for some more medical tests and probing, but Friday is an episode you don't want to miss. I've been telling you about it throughout the show today. Listen to the Ad Nerds podcast this Friday when Gary Vaynerchuk joins me to talk about branding advertising, and marketing, and the things your business should be doing right now. It is an episode you don't want to miss. That's Gary V. Friday. Hey, if you like the Ad Nerds podcast, please subscribe on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you listen. Give it a five-star rating and a great review, and teach me how to use my finger. I'd appreciate that. It's the Ad Nerds podcast for Wednesday, May 31st, 2023. Spanky out. Thanks for listening. I'll catch you Friday with Gary Vee.